welcome to Coffee with Michelle, a podcast I created using messy action so I could share super fun and random stories with 30 of my closest friends. The new neighbors, the lady of the manor and all, are quite active, so if you hear Chica barking, I am sorry. I have the door closed and a a blanket underneath at the bottom of the door to keep it from barreling through. But anyway, it's Sunday. Wanted to hop on and record real quick because it's really easy to let these slide. I went hiking this morning and I went last Sunday, but I went with someone. So it's a little different because you don't get to see the deer whatever. It was just, it was different, but it's been, it was fun. Uh, but it's been a week since I've been. And it's crazy to me. Part of that is because of the time change. My sleep always gets all screwed up. But it is freaking crazy to me how quickly you can fall out of a routine. And I've spent a lot of time talking about this with a friend of mine. Not necessarily the routine part of it, but kind of like, there's this thing I know I want to do because I know it's actually more enjoyable for me and it's better for me and yada, yada, yada. Yet I keep doing this other thing that seems easier in the moment, but I know is not long-term. And so it's just interesting. We're both really kind of exploring that and getting really curious about just the mindset behind it. It's just been really fascinating. And and so this morning I was like, oh, I woke up and it was daylight. And I was like, damn it, it's too late. And so I was sitting there getting ready to do my little rain man morning routine. <laughs> and I was like, it was so funny because I, I, a couple times I go, you know what? I'm just going to go. So I grabbed Chica because Chica's always on my dining room table in her little bed while I'm doing my morning stuff. And so I carried her to the couch. I'm like, nope, I'm just going to go. And then I walked to my bedroom to get ready. And I'm like, oh, but I should probably do this and that instead. And so then I put Chica back on the table. I went and sat back down And then I said, no, I'm just going. I'm just going to go. So anyway, it's a long ass story and I don't even know the point. But um, so I was happy that I went. I was afraid I would see a ton of people because it was later in the day. I think I got there around eight. There's Chica. All right. I'm going to pause this real quick and then I will come back so I can let her in. But it was nice. It was nice. I'm excited I went. I only got to see one deer. Part of that is because it's spring and growth you know what I'm saying some overgrowth the other thing that's kind of funny is well it's not funny it's actually kind of sad my my dog Chica is obsessed with my mom like if Chica could hire a hitman to have me taken out a hundred percent she would without hesitation and and so I'll take her we call it Grandy Land because she's the grandma (laughs) So I'll take her over to Grandyland, and my mom has a dog, Kiki. Um, and if you don't like dogs, you're not going to like this part, but if you don't like dogs, like, what is wrong with you? Um, so anyway, Chica loves Kiki. She loves going over there and drop in alpha mode, loves to bully Kiki in her own house, <laughs> but they are so freaking cute together. It's so cute, and... I had to go, I dropped her off the, the other morning, I think it was Friday morning, I dropped her off and then came back home and my mom wasn't feeling well, so I w- went over in the middle of the day to bring her some some medicine, and I rarely do that, but Chica was so excited, <laughs> she was like, oh my god, my mom is visiting me in the middle of the day at daycare, she went freaking nuts, and my mom like converted this room, her sewing room, she, Chica loves to like tunnel around the corridor of every room. She likes to go behind the couch and the tables. And so my mom created this little obstacle course. Chica is literally crawling in my closet right now. I'm not even kidding. (laughs) She's out adventuring. So anyway, my mom took these empty boxes and created this like little obstacle course. And it is the funniest thing to watch those dogs play. They love it. Chica is a completely different dog at my mom's house. And I I genuinely feel guilty bringing her home. And so anyway, she stayed at my mom's Friday. And all day yesterday, she mean mugged me. Like, you could tell she was thinking F off. 
I would try to pet her. She would turn her back. She's she's sitting there going, why do you keep bringing me here with you? You know I'm not into this. I want to be at Grandyland. So it's an interesting dynamic with this little nugget. But she does get excited. Like, she was excited to see me when I came back from hiking. Um, so I guess I just have to leave more. If I want my dog to love me, I have to be gone. So that's fun. But anyway, it's um, kind of funny. And I get to go pick up my niece today. She is actually going to turn 16 in a couple weeks. And she used to be my little ride or die. We would hang out all the freaking time. And then she gets she got older, as they do. And then they start to not think Aunt Michelle's so hip anymore. <laughs> or whatever happens. Um, and so I'm really excited to see her. I think we might do a vision board. I don't know. She wanted me to get Cheez-Its and raspberries because I was went to the grocery store. And what are we doing in the grocery store? Why do we have so many produce problems? I mean, obviously, everything is kind of in a state of disaster. But I'm just talking like kale or some zucchini that isn't like soggy or saggy or it's just weird. I thought about growing my own produce, and then I realized I would never follow through on that. So we're just going to let that dog hunt and just do what we can with what we've got. Because there certainly are much bigger problems in the world than kale and little saggy zucchini. Um, but I'm excited to hang out with her. We, um, we are going to try to kick off our SOF again, which is the summer of fun. We did that. Hmm. When do we do that? I don't think it was it during COVID. No, because we all hermited up. Was it before COVID? Uh, when did I leave my job? 2019. God, did we do that? We must have. I don't know. I guess that doesn't actually freaking matter. But anyway, we kicked off a summer of fun. And <laughs> we set it up to where... We would take turns picking our little adventure. <laughs> we would take turns picking our little adventures. And there is this great place here in Oklahoma. It's called uh, it's called Spring Creek. It's, as you would think, a spring-fed creek. Crystal clear water. Uh, might as well be Oklahoma's Caribbean. You know what I'm saying? And the water was freezing cold. And as kids, we would go out there all the time. Like, It seemed like we would go every single weekend and actually camp during the summer. We had so many freaking good memories going up there because it was just such a freaking cool place. And it changed as things do. The guy that would, because it's all privately owned land, uh, the guy that we we would hang out on his own. Anyway, he passed away. He sold off, or I think the kids inherited half and half. And then there's another guy. (laughs) There's another real interesting family that you can pay them to go out on their land, but you never know what the hell you're going to get when you run into that crew. Because it's an interesting little setup. So anyway, I've tried to recreate the Spring Creek days for... Most of my nephews and nieces, or certainly the nieces I've hung out with more. And it's just not the same. It's a different crowd. It's just not what it was. Um, so anyway, I found a new a new, <laughs> a new part of the creek you could that, that was open for guests or whatever. And we had to freaking go off-roading. And... We found this place, but it was, like, so packed. It's like, oh, God, this is awful. But the interesting thing is, so there was, like, a little bridge that went over the creek. And this isn't a tiny little creek. So for those of you that don't live in Oklahoma, it's not like a two-foot-wide little skanky little muddy creek that we're all hillbillying around in. (laughs) It's, It's a proper... It's like a cross between a creek and a river. A quiver, we'll call it. Uh, But it's ice cold water, crystal clear. It's really cool. So anyway, this bridge goes over the water. 
and it pretty much splits. It's either the son's or the grandson's property of the original guy. And so those two are feuding it out. And so what the one guy did is he freaking took barbed wire and drug it across the actual creek so that if somebody that's renting or paying to go on the one brother A's land, if they accidentally float through to brother B's land, they're going to get wrapped up in barbed wire. And there are a ton of children out there. I'm like, what in the hell is going on? So I can only imagine, I can only imagine as the night falls and the campfires start to blaze and the drinks start to go down, I can only imagine the absolute shit show that must go down. Um, I don't stay out there past dark because I'm 97 years old and I need to be in home, be at home by eight. You know what I mean? But anyway... So that was something we didn't, uh, there were a few, a few really funny things that happened, but I don't want to embarrass my niece, but I should have asked her for permission to talk about it. And I am going to try to be respectful of that. So if you know me, don't be nervous that I'm going to share some sketchy shit that we've done together on here. Cause I really do try to think about that. Um, and we went, I, anyway, we just went out adventuring. We tried to do one thing each weekend, something we hadn't done. SOF, summer of fun, kicking in. And my poor mom always wanted to go to Muskogee. And <laughs> it became a running joke <laughs> because we did not want to go to Muskogee. Um, but we will get there someday. <laughs> and I think she only wants to go to Muskogee because of like antique malls or something. I don't know. I don't actually know what's in Muskogee, but my niece and I are all about the outdoor adventuring. So anyway, so we're going to try to kick that back in. She's turning 16. She broke up with her boyfriend and that's so catastrophic at that age, which that's actually funny looking back. Like, can you imagine if you looked back and those... (laughs) Like your original heartbreak, if you, if that didn't happen and you were still with that person, let me just tell you, I'd li- I'd be living a really interesting life if, if I hadn't had my heart broken. So what is that country song? Thank God for unanswered prayers. Um, but it doesn't matter at the time. It sucks when you're 16. It really sucks. So I'm going to try to help her through that and... Yeah, we might do some adventuring. It's like noon. We have a whole day ahead of us or five hours if we factor in my my barb lifestyle. Oh, that's another funny thing. I uh, I pulled in the driveway yesterday and I looked over and Barb was outside with this new landscaper and she was all sassied up looking all cute like she does. And so I, I yelled across the street. I said... I see what you're doing over there. You're all dressed up for the hot new landscaper. And she's like, girl, this is my grandson. I'm like, what? (laughs) Awkward. So I just laughed and came in. I had to listen to the first part of this episode because I forgot what I talked about. Shocker. And I almost fell asleep. So if this is as boring to you guys as it was to me, But it's also my own voice, which I'm not a big fan of. So whatever. Um, Another funny little Barb and Winnie update is the new new neighbors are moving in on the other side of Barb. Not short shorts, but the other side. And I watched Winnie drive by their house, which is literally two houses down from hers, three times. Slow looking real hard, checking the scene out. And my girl is a private investigator. I'm telling you, she called the construction countdown when they remodeled the house. She like counted how many pieces of sheetrock were there and how many were gone each day and estimated the completion date. She doesn't miss a freaking beat. And I absolutely love it. Um, So anyway, I got a big kick out of that. Uh, had an interesting, I should do like a 50 first dates memory update, uh, hung out with a friend of mine last week and we were just chatting and he said, Hey, uh, 
what's the last good movie you watched? And I was like, I don't really like watching movies that much. I'm more of a binge 75 episodes of a series kind of gal. But I said, you know, I watched a movie in the theater last year with my niece and it was pretty good. And he's like, well, what was it? I'm like, I literally have no clue. And he said, what was the plot? And I said, "Mm, don't even remember that. He's like, how do you know it was good? And I go, I just remember thinking, oh, that was pretty good. (laughs) And he's like, okay, do you remember anything about the movie? And I'm like, I was sitting there going, holy shit. And I'm like, did I even actually watch that movie or was that a dream? Because I don't remember anything. And I sat there and I'm like, and I wasn't drinking. I sat there and I was like, oh, uh, there's a mom and dad in a dome at the end, like in a desert. And he's like, a mom and dad in a dome? I go, yeah, like some parents. There's Somebody's parents are in a dome in a desert. And he's like, I have no idea what that is or what that could possibly be. And I said, well, I'll go grab my phone and I can Google it. And he said, what are you going to Google? A mom and dad desert dome movie? <laughs> it's like, well, that's a fair question. And... He's like, think anything else. And I said, well, it was Marvel for sure. Definitely some fighting. And he's like, okay, Marvel fighting Desert Dome. And he's like, did they break somebody out of a Russian prison? And I go, yes, they did. Absolutely. And it was like a bunch of people. And he's like... (laughs) I already forgot the name. Can you believe that shit? It was literally like four days ago. I already forgot the name of the movie. My God. Um, I'm going to be a disaster when I'm Barb's age. I'm going to forget how to walk. Anyway, he's like, I cannot believe you only remembered. (laughs) He said, I cannot believe you only remembered two details about the movie. And one of them was not even accurate because it was ice, not a desert. It was an icy. They were in Russia. And I go, oh, well, Hmm. I sure felt like I had that one on lockdown. So anyway, it was super funny and another, but it is weird with my memory because I can remember the most random shit with my clients. Like I just had a session yesterday and I remember this very specific thing that happened like a year and a half prior in one of our sessions. And she's like, Oh my God, how do you remember that? And I'm like, I genuinely have no clue because that is not a strong skill set. <laughs> But it's a weird, very weird thing. The other thing that's really cool right now is, of course, spring is here. I have a koi pond. I've had it, God, for a long time, probably oh, 13 years or so. And I had actual koi, really big koi. And I mean, I didn't buy the really expensive koi or anything. They just grew. And so fun. It's so neat because it does attract the wildlife. And I remember one time it was, I was coming home from a horrible trip, not horrible, but I was just like exhausted. And it was one of those days where it's like your flight gets delayed. Every hour you find out your flight is delayed again, just nightmare trips, like all day thing. And I got home pretty late. And usually I would get in, I'd poke my head out back and just make sure the waterfall's running and everything's fine. And the waterfall wasn't running. And I think it was probably like 10, 30 or 11 at night, which for me might as well be 4 a.m. And I was like, oh, did my pump kick off? And so I look and I'm like, oh, dear God, the raccoons got me. They freaking they went to town they busted through my my little hose thing to the waterfall which they had to have taken a huge rock one of my huge rocks out there and just slammed it down into it it's like those little bitches had been staking me out and they annihilated everything it was so awful all my fish there were like parts of them everywhere it was awful awful because they were huge fish oh boy here's the mailman And the fish were everywhere. And I think I was also going through a really heavy phase of life, like, you know, one of those tough phases. And I was like, fuck it. And I just went to bed. Um, And those of you that know me know I'm not a, I don't really ask for help. Very rarely do I ask for help. I'm self-sufficient. 
and I just don't like asking for help. It's something I work on. <laughs> I'm working on it. It's WIP, my friends. It is work in progress. But I was like, there's no way I can go out. I mean, some of these fish were like 10, 11 pounds. And they were everywhere. And I was like, there's no way I can clean this up. I can't. And so I called my little brother and I'm like, dude, I've got a little freaking sushi situation going on over here. And it's a nightmare. Is there any way you could help me? And my guy came through in a clutch, man. He grabbed a guy that worked for him, that lucky dude. And they came over and he, they were like, oh my God. And it was awful. So anyway... It's very sad, and I I felt really bad. It's not like I'm emotionally connected to the fish. It's not like I named them and would go out there and pet them. Although one of my friends could pet one of them, which was interesting. But anyway, I didn't name them or anything like that. But I felt so bad because they're like, they totally rely on me to keep shit safe. And it was just sad. So after that, I decided to give a second chance to some goldfish that were sold being sold as bait like 12 cents a piece and so I bought a a bunch of them and I said all right welcome to your new home and I swear I have had these goldfish and they were literally like 10 or 12 cents a piece I've had them since uh I don't know I've probably had them for eight years eight years or so and they have babies. I have one that has a name I call her Kylie Jenner because she's all white with orange lips and they're really big. <laughs> um, so anyway, it's really fun because it does attract wildlife. One time I put tilapia in there, which was pretty interesting because they would have a lot of babies. And when I would go out to feed the fish, the moms would open their mouths really wide and the babies would swim inside their mouths to protect them from the koi that would come up to eat. It was really freaking cool. Um, I think I've had a snake once and turtles. My God, I really tried to keep turtles, but they are just not into it. And I tried to set it up to where I would want to hang out there if I was a turtle, but they didn't like it. They did not like it. But about three, I don't know, five I honestly have no idea. Several years ago, I had a freaking bullfrog show up and I was so freaking excited because they're huge and they're awesome. And I had spent years trying to find bullfrog tadpoles, which everyone's like, why do you want those? They are really loud. And I'm like, because it would be so freaking cool to have one. So anyway, one year, this big fella just shows up. And he hung out around the pond. He found his little safe space, this cool little rock that has like a a little water cave. And it was so freaking cool because I could go out in the morning and drink my coffee. And I'd it'd take me a little while to find him, but I'd always find his little eyes poking out. And my bedroom has huge sliding doors, which overlook the pond. And so I could be in bed at night and I would see my little guy out there on the rock And he would lift his head back and his throat would bubble, but no noise would come out. He was trying to little croak for a lover. His croaker was broken. Croak broke. (laughs) I was like, oh my God, this is so freaking sad. And I thought, well, maybe he just is learning how to do it. Maybe he's like a teenager. He hasn't yet quite figured out how to spit game. So went on several nights and it was so freaking sad it stressed me out so much I felt so freaking bad for this poor little guy it's like trying to call your lover but you can't find your phone and my guy's just trying so anyway I uh I had an idea and I'm like oh my god I think I can help him so I grabbed my bluetooth speaker put it outside by the pond pulled up youtube on the old phone And found a bullfrog mating video. And I'm like, I'm going to blast this shit through the speaker and attract the ladies for my guy. Which is probably more effort than I put into my own love life. That's probably more effort than I put into my love life that entire year. So, So anyway, I started playing it. And the frog, my guy got stressed out really stressed out because he kept trying to find his lover I didn't think about that part I didn't think the speaker anyway it stressed him out really bad I think he was confused he kept going to the speaker 
<laughs> he kept going to the speaker, like, where is she? And I was like, well, shit, is this even helping? Or am I just stressing him out even more? I think I still tried to pull it off a couple times, but I was not able to attract another bullfrog, and he got the hell out of Dodge. He's like, I don't know where the hell I ended up, but this is not a safe space. <laughs> this is not a safe space. But I will tell you that little frog tactic. I tried it one day when I was out there, and I knew I had like a toad out there. And I'm telling you, I'm a nine-year-old deep down. But anyway, there was a toad out by my pond, and so... <laughs> And so I played the audio and that little freaking thing, dude, he came right up to me. He looked at me like, what's up? Never seen one that looked like you, but you must be one of me. Um, but it was kind of cool. But it was sad. It was sad for my little bullfrog, my little croakless bullfrog. Um, but the pond has been a lot of fun. It attracts a lot of wildlife. The raccoons, thank God, have stayed away. I had a family of foxes show up last year, which was so freaking cool because they would, it was a mom and like four babies and they would just take over my backyard, like right when the sun set and they were so freaking cute. So I hope they come back. I want to say that probably happened around May or so. So I hope they come back because they were so freaking cute. Now, the, another thing that happened that really has me thinking, and if you're friends with me on Facebook, you might have seen this post, but I had to go renew my license. And I'm in Oklahoma. We're switching to the real ID, which is a royal pain in the ass. You have to physically go in person to schedule the appointment, which is two weeks from that date. And they, they said, whatever, they told me what I needed. And so I go up on that day and she's like, oh, I need your marriage certificate, even though I'm divorced because I'm still using my maiden name. And I chose to do that because my last name, my maiden name, I would have to spell all the time and I already have to spell my first name. But as it turns out, I have to spell Galloway all the damn time. <laughs> so anyway, I have my married name. So they needed the marriage certificate. Of course, I don't have it. So I'm like, I have to order one online. So I get online and you have to put in all this information. They're like, date of the marriage. Oh, uh, what? I don't know. I've been divorced for a long time. And I genuinely had no clue. I was like, might have been 2000, might have been 2005. Like two, three. I genuinely had no clue. I was pretty sure it was in the fall. <laughs> I was like, how the hell do you do this? So I post on Facebook because I genuinely couldn't think of a way to look it up. And my friend Heather's like, oh, my God, just pull up court records. I'm like, duh, why didn't I think of that? So long story short, couldn't do it because I got married in a different state and it was a hot ass mess. But the part that matters is y'all lost your shit on this. Like, what are you doing remembering when you got married if you're divorced like I barely remembered when I was married like I genuinely am so fascinated by this because never have I ever sat there drinking coffee in the morning and said to myself September 30th Michelle you cannot forget the day you married your ex-husband like what are we doing storing all these dates y'all <laughs> like I genuinely am so fascinated by this like I can remember email addresses from a job I did a freaking 10 plus years ago like there was a guy who had a lot of m's in his name and he worked for 3m I can literally remember his email address but I could not remember the day I got married and I'm actually quite shocked that so many people would remember and then they needed his middle name not a clue what are we doing you guys trying to get my ass to NASA or are we getting a driver's license? <laughs> oh, what am I doing? Is this Menza? Did I take the wrong test here? Because who the hell knows? And I got so many messages from you guys. And I genuinely am shocked that people were shocked. I just don't have the date memory or any memory for that matter at this point, which is funny because I think I just told the story about the movie. But I, I'm shocked. I genuinely don't understand how you guys remember that. Is it like an intentional thing? Do you like have like a monthly routine? 
<laughs> do you have like a monthly routine where you're like, okay, married ex-husband. Uh, I know it was September, like that you go through just to keep it fresh. Or do you genuinely just remember this shit on the fly? I don't even understand. And I have a friend, Dave. I don't know if he listens to this, but I have a friend, Dave, who I, he used to be a coworker. And I could say to him, when was, you remember that time we were in San Diego and blah, blah, blah. He go, oh yeah, October 2006. And I'm like, what? Kind of magicry. Is that a word? <laughs> magicry? I think I was thinking of wizardry. What kind of wizardry shit is that? Because I remember the year I graduated high school, the year I was born, the rest is a blur. I mean, I remember the year I quit my job. Mm, that might be about it, y'all. And I'm not even sure. Like, quitting my job was a huge moment in my life. And I know it was in... Holy shit. Was it September? Do I quit everything in September? <laughs> Do I? Did I quit my... No, it was October. Um, I don't know the date, but I know the year. I'm pretty sure it was October. I even celebrated my one year of launching my business on the wrong date. So it's confusing to me because I don't get how you guys remember dates. But my friend Dave, that dude, he's like, uh, oh, yeah, that date. And I'm like, how in the fuck are you doing that? So I don't know what part of the brain stores dates, but... They forgot to give me that part. <laughs> they forgot to give me that part, but they did give me the part that can talk to animals. So I think it's a fair trade. But I genuinely, like that happened today, and I genuinely cannot stop laughing about it because it is so crazy to me that you guys are so, so shocked by that, especially the middle name. Why in God's green freaking earth? Would I remember his middle name? I don't even, ba I barely know my own. Like, y'all are just out there storing some random facts. <laughs> I don't, I don't get it. It's so freaking funny to me. But I do have like a, a really good memory for the most random shit ever that never matters. But I do have a great memory in that, in that regard. <laughs> and so long story short, I ordered my, marriage certificate and I've made a decision if it comes and if it if it comes without issue I'll stick with this married name if I have problems with it I'm just gonna take it as a sign from the universe and I'm gonna go through the gauntlet of changing my last name yay and just for the record y'all let's stop doing this name change what are we doing it's not 1910 there isn't a, a local grocer that needs to have, like, the Smith family on file. I think we can let this shit go. Because do people really give two shits about last names anymore? Like, do we? Maybe. I don't know why. Why can't the guy change his name? Seems like the women are doing all the heavy lifting these days anyway. Let's let the guy change his name. How about that? Sold? Are we in? We're all going to vote yes on that? All right. All right, I'm going to lock it down. And for those of you that were shocked to hear that I had been married, it was a long time ago. And it's not a really exciting story. It just, I have to be careful. <laughs> I have to be careful because sometimes, you know, um, uh, yeah, you don't want to poke a bear. I'll just say that. Never a good thing to poke a bear. And one thing that, that people always find fascinating is the mayor. I mean, I knew pretty early on, he probably did as well, that, yeah, this is not happening. Um, and I, I was a workhorse. I just worked all the time and kind of hid out in that. And then he got laid off and took him a long time to find another job. So he kind of, we had a little role reversal there. And it was kind of easy. And it's easy to keep doing the same thing you did yesterday. What's that saying? It's super easy to do the same thing you did yesterday. And then you look up and 10 years has gone by. And the thing that actually made me ultimately finally decide, all right, I'm out, <laughs> was a Lifetime movie. And I'm not kidding. Um, I'm not saying it made me get a divorce, but it made me say, okay, it's time. Now, 
the movie was about, see, I remember this. I don't remember what day and I watched it, though. But the movie was about a, a newly engaged couple. They were going camping with friends. Fiance, he jumps off a cliff, cracks the old head, becomes paralyzed from the waist down. He's in a wheelchair. Oh, I forgot an important part. Before they left to the camping trip... The, the woman told her friend, she's like, I don't think he's the one for me. I don't think I can marry this guy. I don't think it's him. And she's like, well, don't tell him now. Wait till after the trip. Oh, my God. You guys have already set the date. Yada, yada, yada. So they go camping. <coughs> Excuse me. They go camping. He cracks his head, paralyzes himself. And now she's like in this situation where she's like, holy shit. I should have got out of this and now I really can't because I'm really going to be a jerk and he needs someone. And it was in that moment I said, you know what? Playing with fire here because he deserves to have someone who would totally like show up for him in that scenario. And I got to tell you, I had a hard time when he had a cold, you know, I was like, yeah, shit, I cannot make it through that. And I think I don't know how old I was at that time, but I think that was a clever moment. And I'm glad I watched that movie because it totally made me say, okay, let's just call call this a day, move on. Um, and it wasn't even a true story, y'all. So it, wasn't, it wasn't even a freaking true story, which is hysterical. It's so funny. But again, the Lifetime movie did not make me get the divorce. It just made me say, okay, now's the time. And that would be an interesting situation to be in, right? And so... Yeah, if you're on the fence about staying or going, hit up that lifetime. You know what I'm saying? I would share more about the wedding or the marriage because, God, I do have some funny, well, funny stories now. But, like I said, not one to poke a bear. And, you know, mm, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. I want to be respectful, although I do love a good laugh. So we'll see. Well, hello. It is actually Sunday. I'm coming off of two hours of sleep because I think either I had a super overactive brain or this milk thistle tea that I'm drinking has cocaine in it or something because it's not supposed to have caffeine. And I had a double dose, double cup, double cup of tea. And I literally fell asleep at like 3.45 a.m. And those of you that know me know I'm usually full-blown narcoleptic at 9 p.m. No worries. Tornado couldn't keep me awake. So I hope I have big energy. But the good news is I'm bringing y'all some coffee with barb action. And it was a good week. And so Barb called me. We, we usually meet up at 10. And Barb called me about 9.15. And she said, girl. You know, my son was going to come and we were going to go grocery or go clothes shopping and to Costco and she's going on and on and on. She goes, but turns out somebody's sick. So coffee is back on. And I go, oh, I didn't realize it wasn't on. (laughs) I think you guys had a side conversation and forgot to include me. (laughs) She goes, okay, then just forget I called. See you at 10. Click. And so I walked over there and I have to tell you. Barb is so freaking cute. She is always dressed so cute. I can't handle her. She's killing me. She's so, so cute. Um, so I walk over and she, normally I just walk on in and she met me at the door and she poked her head out and looked to her left, which is where the new neighbors live, not the lady of the manor, the people on the other side of Barb. And she poked her head over there. She said, ooh, girl, that trash can. I have been concerned that maybe something happened. (laughs) Maybe something happened to them. Because Barb and Winnie are like the trash can police. There is like no screwing with the trash cans. Once they've been emptied, back up. Um, And actually back when I used to travel all the time, nobody was here to bring it up. So my girl Barb would pitch in because it would stress her out so much. So... It's it's fun that I'm here and can take care of it now. So anyway, she was deeply concerned about the new neighbors and that maybe someone realized they just moved in and tried to like break in and hurt them. And I'm like, or maybe they're just busy and forgot to bring the trash can up. 
Oh my god, she's so funny. So we we walk in and and Barb's house smells like you would expect a grandmother's house to smell. It's so cute. She loves wicker baskets, so she has like a shit ton of wicker baskets all over. And uh she was standing she had her remote control and she was pointing at the TV, which meant IT is in the house. I knew she was going to need some help. And she's like, girl, would you believe I don't remember the music channel? And I go, well, what are we doing here, Barb? You want to throw out, throw down some 80s or we're going to do a little pop or what are we thinking? You're going to set the mood because <laughs> we never have music on. We only ever have like her old cowboy films. Um, it, it, there's always something really old. Um, and so I thought it was so freaking cute that she was like trying to kick it up a notch. Uh, let's see. I have notes here because we all know the memory. Wanda rolled in, dramatic as usual, and says, well, have you had a chance to tell her the news? And Barb's like, no, she just got here because it was 10.02. <laughs> and, uh, so we we talked a little bit about how bad the freaking crime is in Tulsa. It's absolutely out of freaking control. A friend of mine's mother-in-law, I believe, like got freaking mugged outside Sam's at 4 p.m. And she had parked right by the entrance. It's absolute insanity. It's all over the place. It's It definitely worries me about my girl Barb and Winnie. Although I think Winnie'd beat the shit out of somebody. I think she could hold her own even at 80 years old. Barb would just try to give them cookies, you know? So I do worry about my girl. Uh, I need a new nickname for the neighbors on the other side of Barb. So the news that Winnie was referring to is that the new people moved in and Barb's like, I think something weird is going on. I think something weird is going on over there. And I go, what's up? She's like, it's a mom and a daughter, older mom, wheelchair. And she said, the daughter's gorgeous, just gorgeous. But how weird that the two of them would buy a 2,700 square foot house with an in-ground swimming pool. Cause you know, you can't swim if you're in a wheelchair, right? When he's like, well, there are certain floaties you can get. <laughs> so I love, 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 love how perplexed they are by this whole situation. And I for sure would love to know what the two of them were talking about back before they knew me, because I am sure they had all kinds of assumptions <laughs> about what the hell I was doing over here. And so I think we're going to call the new neighbors. I'm trying to think of like a mother daughter duo. And I was like, Cagney and Lacey, but I don't think they were mother-daughter. I love the idea of Grey Gardens, but it doesn't apply at all. I don't think. I haven't met them. I'm going to go with the Judds, right? Isn't that a mom-daughter duo? All right, so we're going to call them the Judds. So we have Lady of the Manor, and then we have the Judds. And so um, Barb is... Barbara's just kind of filling me in on their conversations with them and stuff like that. And she said, and I invited them to coffee. And I said, whoa, 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 whoa. I go, what are we doing, Barb? <laughs> I said, what are you up to with the music? And now you're just inviting people. I thought we were supposed to have like a board meeting before we invited anyone into our Yaya sisterhood. And she goes, oh, girl. I didn't <laughs> she was like, oh girl I didn't know and of course I'm kind of kidding but nah we don't those of you that have been longtime followers of the Winnie Barb sitch and I had kind of forgotten this but now it's starting to pop up on my Facebook memories I wasn't a big fan when Winnie started joining the group because just because I didn't get as much Barb I love to hear Barb's stories um, but it's really hard to picture our coffee sessions without Winnie. So I'm so glad. So glad it all worked out the way it did. So anyway, she's going to invite the mother daughter, which, so that'd be kind of interesting to meet them. And I said, well, if you meet, you invite them, you're going to have to invite the lady of the manor. It's going to look like we're bullies over here, inviting everybody but them. Um, to which Winnie said, I still think there's something really odd going on over there because she never leaves the house. There's always this other woman there doing stuff. She doesn't live there. 
it's her sister. But why would it? Here's what Winnie says. Now, let me tell you something. It is not normal to have a grown woman's sister there doing all the stuff, like the yard work and the taking in of the groceries and, you know. And I'm like, hmm, maybe. Maybe she's sick or something. Maybe she's going through something. But those two are on it like private investigators. It is so funny. And I bet you couldn't slip shit past Winnie if you tried, especially in her younger days. She is so freaking sharp. It is, I'm constantly amazed by that. Um, oh, we talked, we talked a little bit about dating. They are super excited that I'm dating and they want all the details and, (laughs) oh my God. And Winnie said, um, Now, you know, sometimes these guys, you know, they only want these things the kids are calling booty calls. (laughs) I said, I go, yup, they do. And I said, you know, it's interesting on this little dating app, which is a nightmare, just for the record. Not a fan of it. Don't think I'll be on there long. Um, I said that the messages these men send are just ridiculous. Like one guy sent a message that said want to hook up first message right out of the gate and i'm like oh geez these freaking guys and i replied and i said curious what's your close rate on that one he said a hundred percent and i go have you sent it to anyone other than yourself and he's like he's like yes and i go well call it 90 because that is insane um and maybe there's a market for that right maybe not me but it's It's just an interesting thing. So they loved that story. Barb was horrified by that. Horrified at what the world has come to. And I said, girl, that's like the tame stuff. Yeah, the online dating's a nightmare. Um, Although it's very interesting, I will say. Very interesting. Um, Freaking Winnie got to meet Barb's sister. And Barb's sister is the one who has always stirred up a good time. Barb's sister, I think, is probably, let's see, Barb's 88. She's probably like 82, and she's she's rocking a boyfriend at 82 and still whooping up attention from other men. So anyway, freaking Winnie got to meet her, and I had always assumed that Winnie had met her because they've been neighbors for like 50 freaking years. Um, and <laughs> and here's, a, here's an interesting beautiful thing about Winnie and I don't think she means any offense by it but so she says now I got to meet I need a nickname for Win- Barb's sister we're gonna call her shit I need a nickname oh god we'll say Blondie I need to write that down so don't forget okay she's like I got to meet Blondie and I'm like no kidding I go she's the one that's always whipping up trouble right and Barb's like, oh, girl, yeah, you should have seen her. They couldn't keep clothes on her when she was younger. <laughs> when she was younger. And um, and so here's Winnie's delivery. She says, now let me ask you something, Barb. She must take more after your dad. And you must take more after your mom. And Barb's like, well, yeah, I think so. And when he's like, because she looks beautiful. She doesn't have hardly any wrinkles. Michelle, you wouldn't believe it. And maybe it was just the way she was standing there with the sun hitting her. She was glowing absolutely flawless. You wouldn't believe it. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, and I think Winnie kind of was, or not Winnie, but I think Barb was kind of like, oh, <laughs> And Barb was like, well, I have a darker complexion, you know, because I uh, am Native American and maybe I got, I don't know. It was kind of an interesting thing. But, oh, my God, I would have loved to have met Blondie. Blondie is always whipping up trouble. Let's see. What else do we have? Oh, and that's, I said, why didn't you guys come get me? I would have loved to have met her. And when he's like, girl, we have no idea what you're up to in that house. We have no idea what you're up to in that house. For all we know, you're working or you're walking around there singing those damn songs you like to sing. Uh, So we're not going to bother you. 
And I thought that was kind of funny. Because um, I did years ago, the neighbor let me know they could hear me singing in the morning because I listen to music and I still do it because I can't control it. It's just part of me. How do you listen to like a good 80s song and not sing along? I mean, seriously, what's the point? So that was kind of funny. I had to clear Barb's phone of an Amber Alert because every time there's an emergency alert like that, it like locks her phone up because she has an old school flip phone. And it's always hard for me to figure out how to turn it off because um, uh, it's just a flip phone. I keep trying to like roll, push around on the screen and it's just, it always takes me a while. So anyway, cleared her phone for her. And then we had, I think one of them had mentioned that uh, somebody from church is getting a knee a knee replacement, not a knee replacement, but fluid removed or something like that. And when he's like, girl, that's no big deal. I've had that done. And she's, let me tell you something. When I was younger, I had the muscles all here and here. And she pointed to her like glutes. Wait, are your glutes your ass? Whatever. Her upper legs. She like pointed to her upper legs and her ass. And she said, I swam, I walked. And, you know, I had one of those basketball butts. And Barb's like, oh. What is that? I've never even heard of one of those. And she goes, hard as a rock, Barb. (laughs) And we got a really big kick out of it. And I think it was kind of at that moment. I I was looking at Winnie while she's telling her story and how much fun and how animated she is and how much they really love sharing all this stuff. It just really made me super, super, super grateful that I get to hang out with these two. I cannot imagine how crazy it would have been if I hadn't walked across the street that one day to talk to her and somebody asked me how this got started so I've been neighbors with Barb forever and back in the day I was not like a super friendly neighbor I mean I wasn't rude but when I was married I had nightmare situation with neighbors and I'm like you know what when I move I'm going to keep my shit to myself so I don't have all this weird stuff going on. Um, And I would always talk to Barb, like, if she would catch me when I was taking groceries in or whatever. But I'll be honest, I was kind of like, oh, God, here we go, which I feel really bad saying now. But anyway, after I quit my job, launched my business, at one point I decided to take Thursdays off. And... And she was talking, 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 and I really needed to get in the house. And so I said, hey, I tell you what, I have Thursday off. Why don't I come over for coffee? And she goes, all right, girl, 10 or 3. And I said, let's do 10. And the rest is history. The rest is history and the future is a mystery. How fun is that? But it's crazy to me to think that if I had not walked across the street and had that conversation with her, none of this would have been, none of this would have happened. And I know so many of you love Barb and Winnie just as much as I do. So it has been really fun. Um, the basketball butt. Oh my God. She's so funny. So funny. I'm just looking at my notes here. And then we're going to get into the TV mature audience section of this episode. So if there are young children around you, If you are in a library, a church, or a nursery, oh, what am I talking about? If you're anywhere remotely conservative, you're going to want to (laughs) stop. And I don't remember, okay, so we're going to get into it. So I don't remember what the hell brought this up, but we started talking about relationships. I think they were giving me, like, advice. We started talking about relationships and and stuff like that. And when he's like, now look, what what these men and women need to start doing is asking for what they want. You know what I'm saying? Like none of this all bullshitting around, just going with the flow and nobody's saying what they want and they're not happy and they're not talking about it. Barb is already confused and... She said, now let me tell you something. When I first got married, I bought some books to help me. And I'm like, oh. And Barb's super confused. Like, what is she talking about? And I said, are you talking about Playboys or something? (laughs) 
I said, are you talking about Playboys or something? Barb, girl. My son had a Playboy once, and you know where he hid that? He hid it in the floor vent. I was painting the bedroom. I pulled the floor vent up so I could, uh, no, what did, she had already taken the floor vent off, and she stepped and fell into it, and that's where she found the Playboy. And when he's like, now, hell no, that's not what I'm talking about. She goes, you know, like books. Yeah, no. I wish there was a visual here because I love to do the witty visual. Um, You know, like, uh, let's just say instructional manuals. And I was like, okay, all right. Curious as to what the hell was in those back in the day. And, (laughs) And Barb looks horrified as if Winnie has brought out Playboys. The look on her face is like, oh my God. And she goes, girl, I never did that. And I said, oh, you were just naturally gifted, Barb. Nice. Which made her blush and we laughed and laughed. And then she said, oh, I didn't know. My husband wasn't like that at all. And she goes, and Winnie's like, oh, come on, Barb. He was in the military. You know that shit and the prostitutes and all that stuff when they were over at war. Come on. (laughs) Barb's like, oh, no, not my guy. He was raised Christian. All right. And if you're religiously sensitive, you might ought to exit right here. He was was raised in a Christian home. And when he goes, oh, you got to be shitting me, girl. Those are the worst, she said. You know, on the farms with the the sheep and the watermelons. And God only knows what they're up to. (laughs) And at this point, I'm already kind of seizing up a little bit because it's freaking hysterical. And And when he gets back to it, she goes, no, I'm talking about books that like, teach you how to do certain things and and she said and you have to ask for what you want she goes you know you gotta you gotta say like you know enough stop playing with that booty and get up here on these breasts <laughs> stop stop playing with that booty and get up here on these breasts you know and I'm telling you I almost cracked a rib the way she said it was so funny. And Barb is always horrified by this. And I fell over forward, couldn't breathe. And she looked at me. She started laughing and she looked at me and she said, well, whatever the hell you're into, if this is... She goes, or whatever the hell you're into over there. And I'm telling you, I could not breathe it was the funniest thing ever and I know there's more but I see here I'm coming up on 60 freaking minutes on this episode uh so I'm probably gonna say that I'll do the rest for part two um but they're phenomenal they really are so find you a barb ask her to have coffee and just sit back and enjoy it's a beautiful thing um And I might need to hire like a memory assistant because I don't even know. I have so many story ideas and I have, oh, that's another one, you guys. I got to write this down. You guys are reminding me of stuff I totally forgot about and I'm forgetting to write it down. Let's just say there's a whole lot of memory loss going on here. But I would love to have someone where I could say, hey, have I told the story about the poor kid on the bicycle or I have I told the story about the float trip went frank stuff like that so if you're an avid listener and you have a steel trap what is it steel trap memory whatever the hell it's called hit me up because I might want to tap into your knowledge at some point because I damn sure cannot go back and listen to any episode I cannot stand the sound of my own voice and I for sure am not going to, um, like, really take a bunch of notes. Because as I told you guys in episode one, this is all messy action. So I'm going to shut up now. I'm going to go figure out what I'm doing with the rest of my day. And, yeah, I hope everyone's doing well. I love hearing from you guys. I absolutely love it. Uh, somebody told me that they listened to two podcasts, Joe Rogan and mine. 
And I was like, oh, my God, that is so fun. It's like the number one ranked podcast and then the like 75,412th ranked podcast. But I thought that was really cool. And people that I didn't even know were listening, reaching out. It's just been really fun. I've had a lot of fun conversations. And I freaking love to hear from you guys. So if you have feedback about my stories, if you remember stories that you think would be fun for me to include, feel free to drop me an email, a message, a Facebook thing, all the deals. So I'm going to shut up. I'm going to go edit my laughter real quick because it's so high pitched. And yeah, thanks for listening. Share it, rate it, review it. All the things people say at the end of a podcast. Okay, bye.